This is the Van Fam Podcast with your host, Zachary Van Buskirk, featuring special guests from around the world. Sit back, relax, and here is your host, Zachary Van Buskirk. Yo, what's up? What's oh, up? Oh my gosh, I laugh every time we hear that. What, the new, the new intro? Yeah, because it's just kind of like, it's funny, but it's official, you know? <laughs> Well, we are official here at the Van Fam Podcast. Welcome to the Van Fam Podcast. I'm your host, Zachary Van Buskirk, with, as always, Helen. Hello, guys. Welcome back. I'm glad to be back. It's a new year, 2020, the big 2020. I know. I know. It's a new year, and we're going to, as Kylie Jenner would say, it's a year of realizing things. You were saying something that the the, the, the 2010 decade still isn't technically over. What was that? What? You said this decade technically, the decade before. Oh, isn't yeah. Over. I saw something on Twitter where basically they said that you have to finish the year for it to be the end of the decade. So 2010 to 2019 is technically only nine years, and you have to finish 2020 for it to be the end of the decade. So does that mean the end of the decade before this one bef- ended at 2011, the start of 2011? Because Sorry, I just burped. due to your logic, from twenty two thousand to two thousand nine, they had to finish it at two thousand ten for it to be that complete decade, correct? Huh. So no, you like I don't know. It's just You're yeah, saying it doesn't count until twenty twenty is over? Zach, you're changing my words as if I'm saying this is what I said. I said I saw it on Twitter and I was trying to explain to you what I had saw. Okay, but think and about it, it this kinda way. It kind of does make sense. No, like it doesn't. Yeah, you have to finish the year for it to be the end of the 2019 ended. Decade. That's the end of the year. 2020 is a new start. Okay. But you have to go through it. When I, when I think, no, you don't. It's the start of a new decade. Think about it. Zach. I am, Helen. You you're not to, making any no, sense right now. No, listen. Think about a college. You go to college for four years. When you start your senior year, you're not done. You got to finish it. Yes. Yes. What does that have to do with anything? It's the same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. Helen, the start of 2019. Zach, I don't know why you're getting so angry. Okay, let me, let, me, let me just ask you a question due to your your genius and bulletproof logic. Wait, 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 Zach. Let, let wait, no, no, no. You're, you're acting like I came up with this. Let me ask no, you. No, no, you no. Believe did it. I c- you believe no, it. I don't believe it. I just said it makes sense. No, it doesn't, though, because I'm about to rip this apart right now. Okay. When I talk about the 1940s, what years do you think of? Name all of the years that have to do with the 1940s. Name them all. <laughs> no, name them all, please. Name them all. 1940. The 40. When I say the 40s, name all the years that you think fit into the 1940s. 1940. 1941, 1942, 1943, 1944, 1944, the year 1950 is part of the 40s. That's your logic. That's not my logic. That's what you saying makes sense. No. No, it doesn't make sense. I don't like this because I'm feeling attacked. Well, I'm feel I'm attacking you because that's stupid logic. I don't think you get it. 
explain it to me because ex- that that should fit, right? The nineteen, the year nineteen fifty should be part of the forties, due to your logic. No. So the decade ended. Are we both in agreement? Sure. I'm just sure. gonna agree to get you to shut up. Oh my gosh, the fact that you still might be on the fence blows my mind. <laughs> okay, so. Okay. Well, it is the end of a decade, so we thought it would be fun if we look back on the decade and see what really made the decade memorable. With our personal impact. With our personal, well, what what personally impacted us, not our personal impact. Because let's be honest, Helen, you probably impacted no one. (laughs) You know what I mean? So we made, we both came up with lists of personal uh, sh- personal things that occurred in this decade that had the biggest impact. What would be the top three shows of the decade, top three movies, uh, top three social, what is it, top three? Pop references. Pop references, and then a top three what? Like, I wouldn't say influential people, but like I guess. People that kind of. Made uh, the decade. That made the decade, that represented the decade. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to put it. Okay. So what do you so want to start with first? I think we could start with TV shows. Okay. Uh, we can each start with our number three. Okay. Uh, you want me to start with mine, or you want to go with yours? You do yours. Okay. So my number three, uh, I kind of did different genres for each show uh-huh. to kind of change things up, and it was my favorite comedy show of the decade. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's a show that takes place in Philadelphia. Uh, I had a little trouble because uh, a lot of people. A lot of people don't really uh, like this show. One, because it's kind of unheard of. Helen, do you know what channel it's on? No. Exactly. It's on FXX. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's a very, very under-the-radar show, but it's very, very hilarious. And it's it's a very, very smart show. And you know it's smart if you can do blackface and get away with it. So they did it blackface on an episode, and they never really got any uh, hate for it. hate for it. So you know... They pulled it off. And if you can pull off blackface, you're a pretty good show without any controversy. There wasn't really any controversy wow. with it. So they pulled it off. Yeah, so that's my number three show, Always Hilarious. I, It was either that or other comedy shows of this decade would have been like honorable mentions, like maybe like Rick and Morty. I don't think you've seen that show either. No, but I've like seen it all over like social media. Yeah, Rick and Morty was a close one, but... I feel like because it kind of started later in the second half of the decade and the fact that Always Sunny was the entire decade, that kind of won me over. Uh, other comedy shows, uh, some comedy shows that people probably would have put down was like something like The Big Bang Theory, which is a terrible show, god-awful show. But I think Always Sunny is probably the best comedy show out there, one of the best uh, of this decade. So that's my number three. Wait, so those were your three? No, no, that's my number three. I was saying honorable mentions of comedy shows. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, I was saying Big Bang Theory is trash, in my opinion. Okay, so what are the other two choices that you picked? Uh, Go with your number three, and then... Okay, so my number third one was... Number third one? Oh my gosh, it's going to be a long podcast. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, I didn't do genres like Zach. Um, but I did How to Get Away with Murder as my number three. I've never. Is that the Netflix documentary? So it's interesting. Yes. No, no. The... No, hold on. It's interesting because before I saw this show, How to Get Away with Murder, the way the, uh, 
I guess the way they portray it on the Netflix screen or if you've seen it on TV, it looks like a documentary. And that's why I never really got into it because, no offense, I think documentaries are kind of, they're not like my forte. I don't really find them all that interesting unless it's something that maybe I have an interest in. But I, for some reason, I forgot how I started watching it, but I started watching it and it's a drama series. And it's basically uh, students in a law firm who want to become lawyers. And they get into a lot, a lot of trouble. And they try to clean it up as they go through the show. And they try not to get caught in certain situations. And it's just, it's very um, on edge. And you're on the edge of your seat. And you can feel like the sweat in your palms when you're watching it in some scenes. Because it's just, you know the show Dexter? Yeah. You know, like, when Dexter's, like, almost going to get caught? Yeah. But he always finds a way to, like, turn things around. If you guys have never seen Dexter, you probably don't know what I'm talking about. But um, it's kind of, like, the same thing. They get caught in, like, almost certain situations. How many seasons is the show? I don't... I think it's, like, almost six or seven. Never... Wow. I've never heard of it. It's really good. Was it always on Netflix? Um, I don't know. Yeah, never heard but of it. But I started it. watching it on Netflix. It's a good show. I think you honestly oh, is would it like it. Is it something you recently just got into? Mm-mm. No, I've been into it. And as the seasons come out, I want to watch it. They just came out with another season. Okay. And I want to watch it, but who knows if I'll ever have time. Okay, so that's your number three? Yep, that's my number three. My number two, not a big surprise, Game of Thrones. Uh, it's Once you get past the boobs and the incest, it's a pretty good show. Uh, but the reason why it's not number one was because the first se- six seasons were great, and season seven and eight, I'm just going to be honest, were trash. Uh, you can kind of tell after they picked it up, after George R.R. R. Martin. Um, so, as you know, George R.R. R. Martin wrote the books, and the show caught up to the books really quickly. I believe season six or season five, they got up to the books. So after that, they just kind of wrote it. And you can kind of tell where they picked it up because the pacing just goes all over the place. There's like that one season where they're just going all over Westeros and it's literally taking 10 minutes in the episode for them to travel across Westeros, which makes no sense. When you go back to season one, it felt like it took them like three, four episodes to get from the wall to, you know, uh, King's Landing. And now in season seven, it took them you know, 10 minutes within an episode to get all the way down there. It's you just, think they got lazy with the writing? They got, yeah, I, I think they got lazy and then, you know, they just started rushing things because they didn't want it to lag on and they wrapping things up, they kind of rushed it because it felt very all over the place. The dialogue wasn't as good uh, and the it just felt like it was rushed t- towards the end. So Game of Thrones was really, really good. The first six seasons, first the last two were meh. Kind of looking forward to the books coming out to see how it actually ends. But I don't want to spoil the ending, but the ending was kind of lame. It was kind of like a big buildup for the entire series. And to find out the ending, ending. yeah, it's very, very anticlimactic. Uh, So if that was a more complete show, it probably would have been my number one. But it kind of hints towards what is my number one because my number one is a complete show. But. Yeah, that was my number. I'm curious because I don't very even know what show. your number one show is. Okay, what's what's your number two? It's funny that you say that because my number two is actually Game of Thrones too. Yeah, well, what 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 got you to choose that as your number two? Well, because I wanted to pick a show that like 
not only that I was like personally into, but I wanted to pick a show that I've also seen like, you know, we have Twitters or we have like Instagrams and we follow certain accounts and we see different things on our social threads. It literally started in 2011. So it kind of did embody the decade. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of pick something that I was personally like enjoying and like to watch, but also wanted to pick something that I also like, yeah, like embodied the um, decade. And I've seen Game of Thrones absolutely everywhere. So besides my personal, you know, um, enjoyment of the show, which I really liked the show, I wanted to pick it for that reason too. And yeah, like you said, I wasn't really too happy about the ending. I wish, I wish the ending was a little bit more something, I don't know, everyone could rave and talk about, but everyone's talking about it in not the most positive way. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so that's your number two. Yeah, what's your number one? My number one, drum roll. It's, it kind of, st- it started in 2008 and it ended in 2013. But the reason why I think it kind of embodies this decade is I don't think it kind of, it didn't really get popular until the later years. So my number one is Breaking Bad. Uh, I forgot about that show. I'm actually yeah. surprised you, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that you picked that show, but I'm surprised you didn't pick like The Walking Dead either. Well, The Walking Dead, after the first couple seasons, it just meh. Um, I think Breaking Bad is the most complete show from start to finish. It felt planned. And uh, it unlike the, the they didn't get lazy with the writing. Yeah, it it didn't didn't uh quote jump the shark. You ever hear that phrase? No. no. When TV shows jump the shark, it just means it goes on longer than it should, and it just feels dumb. You know, Dexter kind of jumped the shark last couple seasons. Uh, Game of Thrones didn't really jump the shark, but it just got felt rushed at the end. But some shows, it just felt like it gone a couple seasons too long, and Breaking Bad felt from start to finish like it was planned out. Great, great show. Cool action scenes, you know, about a guy who is a teacher in in chemistry, makes meth with his former student. They get into fun shenanigans. Great show. Uh, Better Call Saul is a good show that's spinned off of that, so it's kind of along with that, but I think Breaking Bad is better. I haven't seen the new movie that came out, but overall, very, very good show. That's my number one. All right, so my number one. Do you have a guess on what my number one could be, Zach? Riverdale? No. Uh, What's that Netflix show? The Netflix show about, like, the kids? Yes, Zach's right. Stranger Things. Oh, my gosh. So, Stranger Things is my number one. I know it's, like, more of a recent show, and it's not really, like, you know, something that's, like, started, like, in 2010 or 2011 as early as the decade. God, I but can't get into Stranger what, What's the thing with waffles? Is that a reference in that show? I keep hearing waffles. Eggos, yeah. Eggos, waffles. Is that, a, like, a... Do they eat those? Like, why is that... <laughs> why do I always hear Eggo waffles associated with Stranger Things? Okay, things? so, um, have you seen the poster, You Know Who Eleven Is, or the little girl it's with the... The kid. girl with no hair? Sure. All right, so... Um, I know eleven. I know. I was gonna say. I thought it was seven. I know, like a kid was named after a number, and then <laughs> waffles is big in that show. Well, basically, um, she's kind of imprisoned and sheltered, and when she's finally free, she's give like used the, as give like. Give me the too long didn't read answer. Okay, she's used as like as a lab study, and when she's finally free, she's like not exposed to anything. And when she tries it, have you ever had like a plain waffle? Sure. It's not like. Waffles are good, but by itself, it ain't all that good. Yeah. But if you've been, like, 
not sh- where is this going she just loves it. She does love it. She does love it. She just likes waffles. She loves waffles. All you had to say was... That's like all th- she eats. Okay, so literally all you had to say was, hey, this character named Eleven, all she eats is waffles. But then it sounds weird. No, it doesn't. All you have to say is she okay, likes waffles. But anyway, the reason why I chose this show was because, one, um, I think you really have to like get past like the first couple episodes to get really into it. But once you're into it, like you're hooked. Um... It's just, it's funny, it's it's very action, sci-fi, and I don't know, I love the vibe of it. I love the, like, the 70s and 80s vibe of it when they go through those, you know. And, like, they're playing Dungeons of Dragons, and it's just something, like, you can see the characters that are, like, not in a modern time period, and I also kind of like that, too. Okay, it's so very appealing. Very predictable. I kind of assumed that you would do one normie show and then a show I've never heard of and then a show uh, that you got me into. Yeah. A show I got you into Game of Thrones. Yeah. Okay, so uh moving on to movies. We did a top three movies of the decade. Uh this one would be more representative of the decade just because unlike the shows, these movies have to be within the decade. So like Breaking Bad started in two thousand eight, but Ended in 2013. These movies literally were the decade because it's within the decade. My number three is the only... I w- only wanted to do one superhero Marvel movie. So it was a toss-up between Deadpool and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. So I ended up choosing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 just because uh, as good as Deadpool is... Uh, it was a nice breath of fresh air. I think Guardians of the Galaxy was the more complete movie, had a better soundtrack, and it was an overall more fun watch when, in my first viewing. Uh, Deadpool probably can watch multiple times, but I enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 more. But it was tossed up between those two as the preferred Marvel movie. I w- didn't want to do... I didn't want to do... Uh, the problem with the Marvel movies this decade, because like, they were huge this decade. Yeah, there were so many. The cinematic universe. The problem with them was it just felt like a two and a half hour commercial for the next Marvel movie, and it just kept building up until Infinity War and Endgame. And Infinity War would probably be the number three, uh, because that was just epic with the fights and like the. So big... what was your number one? Well, number three Marvel movie. Oh okay. Uh, that uh Endgame Endgame was the last one, the part two of the Avengers Infinity War, and I hated it. And because en- uh, Infinity War led up to Endgame, I couldn't really say that's my favorite movie because of that giant cliffhanger that led to Endgame. And Endgame was just terrible, bad movie. So I couldn't say Infinity War. That's why I chose number three was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 as the third movie for me that impacted this decade. What's, what's your number three? So my number three was I chose Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yes. That that was okay. That actually, I'm I'm actually surprised by that. You seen Wonder Woman? I did see Wonder. That's I saw actually it in a good movie. Really? Yeah, yeah I, I really liked the movie. Wait, wait, are you are you confusing Wonder Woman with Captain Marvel? No, I saw Wonder Woman. Okay, good, because Captain Marvel trash. Wonder Woman good. Yeah, I saw Wonder Woman. Yeah, okay. and I thought it was very good. I saw it with her dad. Oh, I thought you said Captain Marvel with our dad. No, we saw Wonder Woman. Okay, yeah, Wonder Woman's a good movie. 
you know, he probably talks about these movies. He doesn't even know. I what could he's have sworn about. you saw Captain Marvel with our dad, and you said that was a good movie. I mean, we've seen a lot of movies together. I've seen Wonder Woman, and you saw Captain Marvel. Yeah. Okay, and you're not confusing the two. No, trust me. Okay. Good. I think Wonder Woman is absolutely beautiful. She's stunning. Okay, that's not why the movie is good. I know though. it's not why it's good, but honestly, like I just thought I loved the um action and I love the storyline and I you know Are you excited for the new one? I am excited for the new one, yes. Yeah. You I, know they're making a new Deadpool? They're making a third one? They're making a new one now that now that Marvel bought them or Disney bought Fox Century Fox. Yeah. Uh, they will be under the Marvel umbrella. So you could possibly see the people in the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Deadpool. So like Spider-Man, uh, Captain America, and Iron Man are gone. But uh, Captain Marvel, uh, that Doctor Strange. Okay. I'm, try- I'm running out of the Hulk. Like, are there any other Well, uh, the Marvel other thing I liked about alive? Wonder Woman was... um. Not like getting into like female rights or anything, but female rights, <laughs> or like women equality. Shouldn't, women you know? shouldn't vote. No, it's just I just I like seeing you know, um, you see a lot of superheroes and they're men. You like seeing women empowerment. Yeah, it was nice, you know. She you, she's beautiful. She's strong, and you know it just kind of makes us feel you know like women can do just as what men can do. I like seeing. I mean, women power. That's awesome. I just like seeing good women superhero movies. Yeah. Captain Marvel is not one of them. <laughs> okay, I'm, so I, I am I I would have start to turn this podcast off if you said Captain Marvel no. was number three. That, or don't in, worry, in that's that not list. even in my choices. Yeah, the, but I really liked Wonder Woman, what? and the ending had me shook because you could tell there's gonna be a second movie coming out. So yeah, and there is, yeah. Uh, so okay, so that's your number three. Uh-huh. My number two. I know for a fact you have not seen it. It is a Quentin Tarantino movie. I love Quentin Tarantino because he does a lot of good long movies about action stuff. But the, my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie this decade, at least not my all-time favorite, was Django Unchained. I've never seen it. It's about uh, Jamie Foxx plays a, a black slave who, it's like a revenge film. He kills a bunch of white slave owners in order, in order to get back with his lady. It's a very, very good movie. Very long. Very Sounds good. dramatic. Uh, what's his name is in it? Who? Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, really? Yeah. Now I'm interested. Uh, My eyes got I, really I, wide. I don't know if you want to see him. This this isn't the best. I mean, he does a really, really good job, but he's not exactly a good character. Lame. He's a very, very racist uh, slave owner. He's the bad guy in the movie. And there's this one scene where he cuts his hand, uh, slamming it down and rubs it all over. Ew, Zach. It's black disgusting. Girl's face. Yeah, it's it's a very very good film. A lot of action. Quentin Tarantino never go wrong with him. He does a lot of dialogue, so it kind of gets a little boring sometimes. But a lot of blood and guts in it, so that's always fun. That's my number two, Django Unchained. Not my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie, but probably my second favorite movie of the decade. I'm excited to hear your number one because I was looking at movies to like kind of figure out like okay to narrow it down which one are my top three and i saw one movie and i'm like i have a feeling zach's gonna pick this movie but if he doesn't i'll be kind of shocked so i'm excited to hear your number one but my number two is deadpool yeah okay yeah, i really like deadpool you know i'm actually i have to give it to I zach had to, i had to pull you because like yeah. you were initially not about deadpool i had to pull yeah. you to zach, go to the movie to see it 
Zach, like him, like he's, if I go to the movies, like I go to the movies once in a while, but like usually when Zach comes home, he's the one's like, oh, like Helen, this movie's coming out. Let's go see it. Let's go see it. And I'm, I'm always the same way. Zach, I don't really feel like going. Zach, I don't really want to see that. And then I see the movies that you pick out and at the end, Zach, don't I say, I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It always happens. So I remember Deadpool and I'm I'm a uh I love comedy. I like laughing. That was so. I think your first real superhero movie yeah. you went to. And then I f- I finally got really into it and but Deadpool, I liked it. It made me laugh. And I, I think that's why I liked it. I think it was a, it's not as serious. It was, it was, yeah, it was a it. breath of fresh air cuz uh your people are starting to get uh cuz I mean, yeah, Marvel movies, they don't really take themselves too seriously at times, you know, there's jokes there, they're kind of comedic like Spider-Man and all them, but I like Guardians of the Galaxy Guardians too. Guardians of the Galaxy, but yeah. I think uh, Deadpool just felt nice because people might have started getting uh, superhero fatigue just from going to all these constant superhero movies, and this was so different, kind of turned the genre around uh, around yeah. and made it something that seemed refreshing. So yeah, it was a very, very funny movie. Yeah, I and liked Deadpool it. Deadpool 3 should be very, very cool. It's like what you wouldn't expect from a superhero. Exactly. It's, it's like a, the superhero you didn't know you wanted. Yeah. Okay. So now to our number one. Yeah, my number one. John Wick. What? John Wick. Are you serious? I'm 100% serious. John Wick. You want to know what I thought you would have picked? What? The Wolf of Wall Street. The Wolf of <laughs> Wall Street? I Okay, so I didn't pick The Wolf of Wall Street, but I almost picked, what was that other Martin Scorsese film? Or The Social Network? Not The Social Network. Okay, I got to look this up right now because Martin Scor- I almost did a Martin Scorsese movie. Uh, he did. He's the one that directed... Uh, he's the one that directed The Wolf of Wall Street, and I almost did Are one of his movies. Are you surprised that I would have thought you picked that? Not The Irishman. That was the the most. Re- oh, it was Shutter Island. I've never. I I saw this poster for it on the internet, but I didn't. I've never seen. Also, it. Leonardo DiCaprio movie. I almost picked Shutter Island because of the mind blowing ending. Uh, but Wolf of Wall Street, I wasn't. I I'm not big on his most recent movies. Irishman. Have you seen that? No. Okay, so imagine turning like a 78, 79-year-old man into a very, very young man. He looks young. So it's like 17 again with Zac Afron. It's Leonardo, or it's uh, Robert De Niro. He's an old guy, and they genetically make him younger. And the thing that gets me kind of like out of... Weirded out? Weirded out is like there's this one scene where he gets into a fight, and it just looks like, you know, like an old man trying to fight someone? Yeah. It's just like, it looks like he's going to throw his back out. Just Ew. like, just like running up to the guy and just seeing a 30, because like they, they make him look younger, seeing what they're trying to make look like a, a 30 year old guy fight, even though he's actually 70. It just was so bizarre and kind of took you out of the film. So Irishman didn't really work for me, but yeah, my number one was John Wick. If you ever see the action scenes in John Wick, it's the most realistic action scenes I could probably I think a, there was a interview with a Navy SEAL that said John Wick is one, one of the more realistic action movies, just because he's the they always they pay attention to the amount of times the uh, he shoots, so he d- he doesn't have infinity bullets. He actually reloads, uh, and it's like one take. The action scene is one take. It's not a bunch of jump cuts. Uh, so it's it's the coolest movie to see. I'm excited. I've not seen John Wick three, unfortunately, but I'm, I want to see it. And there's going to be a John Wick 4 and 5. So, very, very excited. Did you know about Keanu Reeves Day, I think, next year? No. 
So, you know, the, the main star is Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Everyone loves him. And he's also the star in Matrix. You ever oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Matrix? Well, The Matrix 4 and John Wick Part 4 is going to be released on the same day next year. And he's the star in both of them. So people are calling it uh, Keanu Reeves Day because people are excited to see both movies the same day because it's Keanu Reeves. But yeah, John Wick, very, very good movie. And it kind of changed the action movie. It kind of changed the action movie genre, kind of like how Jason Bourne did the decade prior. But I think this is a very, very good movie. That's my number one. All right, well, my number one. <laughs> I can't believe you actually thought my number one was going to be The Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know. I just thought Such you... Such a typical... I've never seen it, so I don't know. Wait, so you haven't... Okay, wait, 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 wait. You haven't even seen the movie and you I, assumed it was my favorite? I knew, like... I know I've heard a lot of people talk about it and I know, like, what it's, it's about. A par- it's a popular movie. Yeah, it's yeah. a very... So I don't know. I just thought it'd be something that you might pick. But my number one, I feel like, won't be a shock. But I chose for my number one, a Disney movie. A Disney movie? Yes. Uh Oh, is it Moana? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I chose Moana. I think Moana is probably... Dumbest w- ending to a movie. No. It's like the volcano just needed to be loved or no. something. Uh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't watch it, but... Obviously. I, I just, just assumed it's it was, bad. I mean, the one thing I like about these Disney princess movies, movies that they're coming out I'm surprised with, it wasn't Frozen. It was a hard pick. <laughs> it was a very hard Have you seen pick. Frozen 2? Not yet. Okay. But anyway, um, I the one thing I like about the new Disney princess movies is that at the end of the movie they're having different um meanings or morals rather than like you know Snow White or um Sleepy Beauty. They kind of end with like you need a man, and like in um Frozen, it's you know uh sisterhood you know you sisterhood of the traveling pants no but you sisterhood know it's of the just, traveling icicle at the end of the day it's about family you know and what i like about moana is the ending is moana means family so they're ripping no. off lilo and stitch moana yeah but you're saying it, it, it's about family no frozen yeah but, but i'm saying about moana the thing about that movie is it's really about finding yourself and um being who you want to be and I just, I love the animation. So like I love Ralph. the storyline. I love the colors. So I like love Wreck-It Dwayne Ralph. The Rock Johnson. I've never seen Wreck-It Ralph. So. Well, that's a basically be who you want to be movie. Well, that's good. But I don't know. I just think overall Moana is one of my favorite movies, especially of this decade. Moana means family? No, Zachary. Are they making a second one? Moana? I don't know. It's a good question. We should ask The Rock. Or should I ask Kevin Hart to ask Kevin the Hart? Kevin Hart, yeah, because <laughs> you have that you have that uh, hookup. Yeah. Okay, so those were our top three movies. Do you have any other honorable mentions? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay, now we can go to three people that kind of represent this decade. Okay. And embody this decade. All right. Uh, number three for me, uh, it was a I want to do a kind of a millennial YouTuber to kind of represent the decade. Uh, and it was a toss-up between Logan Paul and PewDiePie, and I ended up going with Logan Paul. Are you serious? Why? Because here's a guy who came from nothing. <laughs> you know, he's like he Are came you from. Are you trying to? He started. No, no. Just hear me out. He started from zero, right? Uh-huh. He started from zero, and he got popular with a with Vine, 
uh, basically it was like the TikTok before TikTok. I love TikTok. So he got popular with Vine uh-huh. and he transitioned to YouTube and he kind of represented a big portion of how I, I don't want to say he represented millennials, but he kind of represented a big number of stars who kind of found their way through stardom, through technology like YouTube, because, I mean, television is dying. You're not really seeing stars, you know, found on that platform anymore. If You know, YouTube and Vine and TikTok, they're kind of the new platforms to getting yeah, famous and, over, and getting yeah. and getting real. And I feel like he was, he is like the stone or like the, the, the person you refer to whenever you kind of like look to that track and how to get found and stuff. So I think Logan Paul is like a big representation of this decade, unfortunately. So yeah, let's go uh, vlog about some uh, dead bodies. You forced it. I did force it. Okay, what's who's your number three? All right, so my number three that I chose is... And again, it's for... What, what was this? Is uh, people that represent this the decade. The decade. Yep. Um, this is someone that kind of got popular, like, I guess, towards the end of the decade. And this is why I chose him as my number three. And he's a singer. Well, he's a rapper. Singer-rapper. Uh, Post Malone. Post Malone? I chose yeah. him Post Malone. Okay. I just feel like... Um, uh, like he was, you know, not really, I don't want to say he's not like, he wasn't anybody, but he just kind of came from nothing. <laughs> he was just out of nowhere. He just became so big. And I feel like towards the end of the era, he's become, I don't, I don't know. A, and like not an, an idol, but he's just, you know, I think he, his, the, his specific genre of music, a lot of people can like and i like that about him so i chose him because you know he became so big in such a short amount of time and that's another reason why he's my number three but chose him over other artists like justin bieber taylor swift zach that's my number three okay wait for my number two and number one so they're all musical artists one my number one is my number two is not (laughs) okay so geez i can kind of see where you're going with it number my number two is Stanley, only because uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of took over, uh, basically all the, like the movie industry. I feel like, and ba- pretty much every big release this entire decade, I think half of them were Marvel movies. So to see the impact that Stanley had, and he died this decade, kind of a big deal, and he kind of built. Sorry, build. I'm laughing because I'm thinking of my number two. Your number two? <laughs> it's probably, was it Logan Paul? No, just, I'm sorry, keep talking. So yeah, Stan Lee is the, kind of embodies big part of what this whole decade was about in the, the movie industry. So I thought he was important. That's my number two. Unroll mention, by the way, to uh, someone who also helped build this movie industry. Now I'll get into it later. Who's your number two? So my number two is a group of people. It's not just one specific. Is it BTS? Person. No. It's get out of here. All right. Before I say it though, hear me out. Hear me out. I chose number two, the Kardashians. Leave. Leave. Only because I'm not saying like they made a huge impact. Is Kanye on me. West included in that? Because he's married in the family. Sure, if you want to. But the reason why I well, chose he should them, be number one. Zachary. 
the reason why I chose them as number two is because throughout the decade, obviously, social media has been a huge, huge thing. And I feel like they've kind of been the face of social media where, you know, if they do something, we want to do it. If we they have something, we want it. If they're doing that, you know, it's just they kind of lead everyone to, like, this fantasy that they want. And that's why I chose them, you know. They're, they are... They they have businesses, they're into makeup, they're into fashion, and I think as the face of social media, more particularly women, they want to, you know, keep up with that. Not oh, if the, she look if Kendall Jenner looks that certain way, I wanna look Yeah, that I was gonna way. just say Kendall uh, Jenner's wearing I was just mom jeans. Argue I that wanna I wear think mom jeans. If you if you want to talk about name brand, I think the Jenners are bigger than the Kardashians. Well, I mean the Kardashians and Jenners included. That's okay. Who I mean, because like Kim has a makeup brand and yeah, but that's I think, big and I think Kendall and Kylie and even Bruce and slash Kaylin. Oh, I don't want people to you know get angry. Kaylin slash Bruce, however you wanna, all those Jenners kind of outshine this Kardashians at least this second half of the yeah. decade. But maybe you could probably argue the entire. Uh, the entire decade they probably outshine because was it Kylie or Kylie's Kendall that's a self-made billionaire? Kylie's yeah, Kylie. With their makeup. Yeah, but I want. Do you agree with that? What the title of a self-made billionaire? If you were like born in the Kardashian family, she definitely has money because she was born into the family. But I'm not gonna sit here and say she hasn't worked for the other half of her money. You but know? she she w- has a successful. Would you give business. her the title self-made? No. Self-partially made. I would. You would? Only because uh, in an interview with Mark Cuban, you know, billionaire Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks, Shark Tank Mark Cuban. Yeah, obviously. He considers her uh, a self-made billionaire. So you're going to agree with him? He's a billionaire. I think the billionaire, I think billionaires have the, should be the ones deciding who's a self-made billionaire and who isn't. And if Mark Cuban, a billionaire, says she's a self-made billionaire, who who am I who's not even a thousandaire? I'm kidding. I think that whole family is... They're very fortunate and lucky for what they have, but that's why I chose them as my number two because okay. they're I think they're the face of social media. My number one, not the biggest impact on this decade right now, but for future impacts or for future decades, of course, that is Zachary Van Buskirk. So oh my let me explain. God. Let me explain. Oh my gosh. Here we go. Here's a guy who started with nothing. All right. He was born in the late 90s. He had nothing to his name. People said, who's Zachary Van Buskirk? No one knew. You could Google it. Nothing came up. Now, if you Google it, what comes up? YouTube videos, right? Vlogs, right? A book, right? I thought you deleted the book. I did delete the book, but a couple years ago, if you Googled me in the book, the book would come up. Presidential candidate would come up. My LinkedIn would come up, right? Now, a podcast would come up. To say that I am not the embodiment of this decade, you're dead wrong. Dead wrong. I think I'm the one of the biggest impacts of this decade, and people unfortunately won't see that until uh, way, way later in the future. So, me, number one, Zachary Van Buskirk. Honorable mention, my boy Tom Brady. Here's a guy who started with nothing. Here's a guy. You know, uh, Chris Collinsworth. Nothing. There's a. There's a. So. You probably don't know this, but in football, Sunday Night Football, there's a guy named Chris Collinsworth who commentates, and it's a big meme because he always says, here's a guy. So 
I always start with like, here's a guy who starts with nothing, start out with nothing. And uh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, seventh, he was uh, drafted in the seventh round. Uh, but people thought he's like, it's 2019. He literally lasted two decades, two decades playing football, a sport that like literally simulates multiple car accidents in just one game. So good for him being able to last that long. But yeah, Tom Brady can't. Can't disrespect the goat. Okay. Okay, Zach. Who's your number one? All right, so my number one, I feel like you're going to make fun of again. But I chose a singer. Is it Selena Gomez? I love Selena Gomez. Oh, Hold it's on. not. Whoa. I love Selena Gomez, and I'm Taylor a Swift. very huge fan of her. It's Taylor Swift. Can I talk? Okay. However, I don't think, as much as I love her and everything, I don't think she embodies the decade. Because you know, like I do. Okay, because she's been here and there, and she like, she does something, and then she has a break, and that's understandable. You know, she has sure, her own health sure. issues. Taylor Swift, yes. Um, not no. Taylor Swift. <laughs> I think Taylor Swift is a very successful woman too. She's come out. Justin Bieber. Zach, can I? I already said Zach. Relax. Just um, get to it. Well, I just think Taylor Swift. She won the award for like singer of the decade or something like that. Yeah. Did you see that? Yes. And of course, I agree with that award because, like, yeah, she's come out with so much throughout the decade. However, my number one that I picked was Ariana Grande. What? Yes. Are you kidding me? No. Ariana Grande? I the now hear me out, Zach. Hear me out. Um, this singer, female singer, was on Broadway. Is it because she? Dated Pete Davidson? No, Zach, let me talk. The singer was on Broadway, and then she was put into this Nickelodeon TV show where all these stars on this show, Victorious, that I'm mentioning, um, you didn't really think anything to it. I mean, it was a very funny show, and it got some popularity. If I were to guess by then, I thought Victoria Justice would have a huge career. However, this side what's it called, actress on the show, all of a sudden came out with a single, came out with an album, and she blew up. She got, Zach, she's huge. She's number one most Is she bigger than BTS? Is she bigger than BTS? Well, I don't know. I don't know about that. Probably not. But I just think from her starting off with something that, you know, like that to now, you know, selling out all these shows... Zach, I wanted to see her in Philadelphia, but it was sold out. So you want to know what she what she did, which was probably wasn't her decision, but maybe her team's decision. They circled around the United States again. So they did it twice because she was selling so many tickets. And her tour just ended. She just came out with an album that was all her... That was basically every single song on her tour sung live. And it's just... She is beautiful. She has talent. And she's very successful. And I think she is probably, in my most opinion, the face of the decade. Disagree 100%. There are so many more artists that have a bigger what, like impact. Justin Bieber? Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift, Katy Perry. Katy BTS, Perry? No, Katy BTS, Perry. That? Katy Perry BTS. disappeared. What are you talking about? Bigger impact this decade? BTS? I feel like BTS, yes. She has very... a bigger impact. She probably wasn't. Ariana she... Grande wasn't really relevant until like 2015. No? Yes. No? Helen, BTS? Probably the biggest singing group. One Direction, maybe. 
Ew. One, no, one Don't say ew. Zach, it's my opinion. Well, it's a wrong opinion. So, moving on. <laughs> Jeez, I can't believe you picked Ariana Grande. Ariana. Ariana, sorry. She's probably, oh, she's going to tweet at me, me all mean-like. Uh, hey, let us know, if uh, podcast listeners, let us know your lists. Uh, you could just DM me at yeah. Vance Romo and on Instagram, us, at Vance Romo, and on my YouTube, at Zachary Van Buskirk, and on Facebook, Zachary Van Buskirk. If you agree with us, let us know. If you disagree with us, let us know. Uh, Curious to hear what everyone else has to say. Well, if they're assuming they are not on crack, they're by default going to be disagreeing with you because of your All right. insane So picks. last um, thing, pop references. I was, I'm excited about this one because pop references. This was kind of hard. This was hard to think of because I wish I kind of like remembered everything yeah, that you, was popular. You kind of only remember the last couple of years because exactly. that feels like the bigger because it's the most recent. There what, was one what thing was your that number three. All right, my number three. It's kind of a mix of things. It's the little hashtags: Throwback Thursday, Man Crush Monday, Woman Crush Wednesday, etc. So know, Twitter. No, like when you're on Instagram or yeah, Twitter, you post a picture, Man Crush Monday, MCM, hashtag yeah. MCM, hashtag WCW, Woman Crush Wednesday. It's like when you're in a relationship, you post that stuff, which is annoying because if you're in a relationship and you're posting hashtag Man Crush Monday. Obviously, you're going to post your boyfriend. Who else are you going to post? But you also had those people that posted celebrities, which I remember doing that too, where you like post Man Crush Monday, and it would be like Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm like, well, now I'm looking back. I'm like, why did I do this? But also Throwback Thursday goes into that, where every Thursday when it was TBT, everyone posts a throwback photo. So I did those as my number three. My number three was vlogging. Just because it's like a new medium of seeing people's everyday lives. And I feel like before now, you see like, you know, reality television, you yeah. kind of like, it was like Jersey Shore and stuff. That stuff's all fake and orchestrated and vlogging, vlogging seems more real. It seems more real because it's just someone following around the camera and it's a huge, in like it grew. It it's started true. out this decade and like so many people do vlogging. Uh, so vlogging. Uh, even like podcasting, like like these new forms of media are kind of taking over with little production value, and they're arguably more popular than TV today. Because I mean, TV television is a dying industry, and I I don't want to get off on another tangent. But if you are a YouTube star, and you get a contract to do a TV show on cable television, that is the dumbest thing you could possibly do. Really? Why would you take? Why would you go on a platform that's growing and go to a dying platform that doesn't even have your demographic on it? True. Like, uh, you know, Lily Singh, Wonder Woman? Yeah. She's doing a late night show at one in the morning on NBC. So instead of doing YouTube, she's doing a show at one in the morning on NBC. As Who's going to be watching that? Exactly. No one. It's dumb. It's a, I think television is a dying platform and people are kind of... Or uh, I feel like it's it's a bad idea for people unless it's reinvented. It reinvents itself. It's going to be extinct soon. You know how crazy it was years ago, how uh people people basically were like, uh, yeah, I, I'm canceling cable. You're like, what? What do you? Yeah. Like, how do you cancel cable? Like, what do you do? Do what do you watch? 
and it's just like just netflix that's insane but now it's just like that's normal get yeah you get a streaming platform it's, it's kind of weird if you have cable now yeah so yeah we haven't had cable for a long time and and it that's just true. doesn't seem it just it just seems normal at this point because how much content is on these streaming platforms even you have live tv on some streaming platforms so you're literally not messing out cable it's pretty much dead yeah so my number three was uh yeah vlogging what's your number three or two number Number two. two so my number two i chose was wait what did i choose i already forgot oh i remember i did the starter packs do you remember that starter packs yeah on twitter is everything you're doing just twitter no, the other one was Instagram. What is all social media? What is a starter pack? All right, so the starter pack was like something we did a long time ago. This is probably like our freshman or sophomore year of high school. So like 2012-2013, right? And basically what you did was you would do like the Zachary Via Buskirk starter pack. Like you have you were able to put four pictures on Twitter, only four pictures. Oh, so it's a meme. Kind of. So oh, okay. You know I, I, th- I know the story. So, like, number theme. one would be, like, Wawa. Number two would be the Get Stone shirt. Number three would probably be your Xbox. Okay, don't say Twitter. Say say the meme. Okay. Number four would be, I don't know. But, like, you pick certain things that make this person who they are, and it's, like, the starter pack. So, I chose that as my number two. Okay. So, if you're going to do a meme, I might as well do a meme myself. I think a very, very... What was the number one? I already forgot what my number one was. You already forgot your number one? Yeah, I'm looking at my phone. I feel like I'm going to see it. I'm like, oh, yeah. I oh, I know. Okay. Okay. I think uh, my number one meme or number one uh, thing this decade kind of exploded out of nowhere. You're not going to have no idea what it is, but that's completely okay. And I think no one's going to know what this is unless they are cultured and not a normie. Jojo. Uh, Jojo references. Jojo Siwa? No, not Jojo Siwa. Not Jojo Siwa. <laughs> no, not Jojo Siwa. Yo, she should have been an honorable mention. No. Jojo Siwa is an honorable mention Get of the out decade. Of Get out of here. No. Uh, uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. And you're going to be completely confused. But just know that that is like one of the most referenced shows I've ever seen. And there's just memes that I don't even know, understand, because it's just an obscure reference to the show. There's so many references to where the meme, is that a JoJo reference, became a meme. So people literally say, is that a JoJo reference? And that that took on itself. So I think JoJo is a big, big, big part of this decade. That's my number two. Okay. Going back to you. My number one. So this is a TikTok reference. Oh my god. Helen, TikTok literally started like this year. Wait, hold on. Oh my gosh. I have a reasoning behind it. I chose the whoa. The what? The whoa. Oh my gosh. The reason why I chose If you're gonna do a TikTok meme, you do something that like is it's bigger that people actually know, like the I'll be tracer or uh, I don't know what that is. The hit or miss. Hit or miss. I guess they never missed, huh? That one? Yeah, do something. Okay, well, I chose the woe because it kind of, like, it's not just it by itself. It's all the dance moves that, um, I guess, spun off TikTok, which, like, a lot of the dance moves came from Fortnite. But I, I hit or miss. You literally go to a Walmart store, just yell, hit or miss. 
and that became like a big thing. Okay, but I think like these little stupid dance moves that like spun off Fortnite and TikTok became like a huge thing towards the end of the decade, and that's why I chose it because I think it's going to be something even bigger coming up. Okay, that's your number two. Because you could do something Wait, so is stupid. That's your number one, right? That was my number one. You could oh do something gosh. so stupid on these like social media platforms, and it becomes so big. That, or, I, I can't believe your number ones are so weak. A lot, Zach. No, a lot of like. It's just crazy that like a lot of things that are like popular and a lot of things that are like. Um, going wild right now are referenced from TikTok and people who don't have the app don't know that. Like, so half the songs that are on the pop charts right now are from TikTok. Well, my number one is bigger than that. So big. Will I even know? You'll know. Don't tell me it's Lil White and... It is not Fortnite. Minecraft? It is Minecraft. Minecraft. That's a good one, actually. Yes, it, it's, it, it's huge. The fact that I bought this game on four different platforms, I bought this on my phone, I bought it on my computer, I bought it on my Xbox 360, and then I bought it on my Xbox One when I transferred over to the Xbox One. Guess what? I'm probably going to buy it on the new Xbox once I get that. Xbox, uh, Minecraft is huge. You can do so much in there. It's better than... It, it, it grew popularity to where it was more popular in the beginning of the decade with Minecraft. You know Minecraft YouTube? That was yeah. really big early in the decade. Yeah. And then it just came back when Fortnite got big and people like Minecraft's better Then it actually gaining momentum again. And then Minecraft became more popular than, than Fortnite for a bit for like a couple months. Why do you think Minecraft got so popular? Uh, PewDiePie started streaming exclusive, like just doing Minecraft videos for the first time ever. And him being 100 million uh, subscribers. And it just became a meme. That Minecraft is better, you know, the whole Christian Minecraft servers, and it became more searched, uh, and it. I think uh, Microsoft bought Minecraft from Mojang for I think four billion dollars. That's crazy. And it's probably now worth I'd say twenty billion, if that. So Minecraft, huge, huge impact on the decade. Fortnite probably would have been bigger if it was not. I think it started in 2017, but Minecraft literally the entire decade dominated. It's still like top 10 in sales every year. So Minecraft never dies. Yeah, and I think it's a huge impact on what what video games are. So that's my number one. Wow. Yeah, so end of a decade. What do you think this decade's going to be like? The new one? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be the same. Nothing's really going to change, but I feel like there's going to be I mean, more futuristic things. Probably talk about another episode, but a lot of things might get better or worse. Like the one thing that that's kind of scary is like this whole PC culture. The fact that tweets, you know, 10 years ago, people are getting in trouble for now. Oh, yeah. It's just like, uh, how far are we going to continue going to like this cancer, the cancel culture? Or it's just like if someone did something wrong, they're like the they're entire... Canceled. Like the hashtag cancel or oh like the gosh, hashtag Zach, Zach. Logan Paul is over party or all that stuff. I have an honorable mention for like a pop reference. What is it? I know a huge pop reference this whole decade was, it has to do with YouTube. The beauty community in YouTube. The beauty community? It's gotten huge. 
like you know like uh other communities gotten huge i mean pewdiepie got a hundred million subs i'm not talking about games like you video games but uh, just think about it just think about it. you started can you said canceled the beauty community people started like filming doing like these makeup tutorials or like even like i was i was everyday makeup yeah and then now it's freaking huge where some of them that are very popular creators have their own brands. And then you're right. If they mess up or do something from years ago, they get canceled. Like James Charles. Like James Charles. But he's uncanceled. He's uncanceled. But like, don't you think this cancel culture is just a bad? Yeah, I think it's dangerous. Dangerous, yeah. I think it's dumb too because like. People are just blind. Why did we come up with the term you're people, canceled? People just want to jump on the train and start. Drama. Drama. Start like bashing someone. And it's just a big problem. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see what the new decade is. Yeah, we'll see. Do you think we're going to get more, um, you think we're going to get like a new social media platform that spins off? Oh, definitely. Social media platforms are going to continue dying. and There's going to be bigger, better ones. Bigger, better ones take over and they'll be bought by Facebook, Amazon, (laughs) the big players. Yeah, there's, and it'll, it'll continue to develop. I think we'll get new social media as, as long as technology continues to develop. You know, we'll probably have like holographic phones or something or implants in our brains soon. I feel like, I don't know if that's going to happen in 2020. I feel like that we think it's going to happen, but. I mean, the iPhone came out, the first iPhone came out only in 20, 2007. And the fact that now it, how developed, how fast we are, we're going to have like 5G starting to come out. Which yeah. is crazy fast. I think it's like a gigabyte a second, which is crazy fast speed. Uh, the fact that you can download a movie in a second. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see where the decade takes us, and hopefully, we'll still be alive and podcast. One thing you cannot look forward to is uh one big impact of this decade will be the Van Fam podcast. So remember, follow us on my Twitter at Vance Romo, Instagram at Vance Romo. Uh, you can find these podcasts on Spotify. We're going to be on Google soon. It's big of a mess up on Google Podcasts soon. iTunes soon. I think we'll be on I, uh, iTunes very, very soon. Um, and wherever you can find podcasts, we'll, we're uh, on it. So remember to follow us so you can get the brand new episodes. But yes, uh, Helen, do you have anything to plug? No, I never have anything to say. Yeah. No, well. I never have <laughs> shout outs. I never have. <laughs> you know, you could think of these before the episode. Who am I going to shout out to? Because if I shout out to someone, someone's going to be butthurt that I didn't shout out to them. Okay. So uh, anything that you're, uh, when I say shout outs, it could be like any shout out that you want to like bring attention to. Oh, like well, okay. 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 I got I something know. I want to mention. What? On January 10. Selena Gomez drops her brand new album. Okay. She's well, going to be the face of 2020. Also, new music coming up, Justin Bieber. The Yummy, Yummy album. Yummy album. Yummy album. Okay, so, that's actually big, the Yummy yeah, album. We have good music coming our way. Helen and I will be doing a live podcast at Lincoln Financial Field uh, before his concert, so stay tuned for <laughs> oh that. Oh, my gosh. Zach, can we do a podcast of a react like reaction of listening to his album? Yes, we'll do a, a reaction. Listen to the podcast. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out. We'll figure it out with our lawyers. So that was our episode, uh, episode four of our podcast. Yeah. And we will see you all next time. Bye, guys. See ya.
This beat so hard it's bound to make your chest hurt I got a shout out to Zachary Van Buskirk Van Fan Podcast, 10 out of 10 Shout out to all the listeners, thank you for tuning in Number one in the game, top notch, top shelf Everything you need, you don't need nobody else The competition, I don't see them, they retreated You dealing with a boss, underrated, undefeated Hey, Van Fam, uh, Van Fam Podcast Number one in the game, where's Crown at? Van Fam, let's go